1: Mm, mm, mm. Visit carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient, comfortable. Ah.
3: Tonight, the US reaches a milestone in the race to vaccinate America. Plus, what can you do once you're fully vaccinated? The CDC releases new guidelines. The number of Americans fully vaccinated has now surpassed the number who've tested positive, with vaccinations ramping up across the country. Plus, more kids back in the classroom since the pandemic began. As New York City announces, high schools will open in two weeks. Spring break super spreaders. People descend on Florida, packing bars and an enormous party in Colorado. And this mass protest in Idaho. Royal bombshells. How will the palace respond to the revelations from Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah? Cuomo resists calls to resign. The New York governor says he won't step down as two more women come forward with allegations of sexual harassment. George Floyd murder trial. Tensions are high in Minneapolis as the officer who knelt on Floyd's neck goes on trial. Why jury selection was suddenly delayed. Crisis at the border. Documents obtained by CBS News show a record number of unaccompanied minors flooding into the U.S. as the Biden administration scrambles to find shelter space. It's International Women's Day. People around the world commemorate female achievements and fight for the future. And unifying America, how a community came together with Get Well cards.
0: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
3: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin with our first real glimpse of what life could soon be like as more Americans get a coronavirus vaccine. New guidance out tonight from the CDC says people who have been fully vaccinated for at least two weeks can now start enjoying a more normal lifestyle, including attending small indoor gatherings with others who have been vaccinated, and they can do it without wearing masks. The CDC also says older Americans who have gotten their shots can now safely visit with healthy family members who haven't received a shot, clearing the way for millions of grandparents to finally see their grandchildren. And while that's welcome news for the 31 million Americans who have now been fully vaccinated, it does come with a major warning from public health officials who say they're worried that too many Americans are already acting like they've been vaccinated, even though they haven't been. Tonight, they are concerned that too many large gatherings are starting to happen across the country, including for spring break, all of which could lead to another dangerous surge of infections. Now, if that happens, scientists warn those highly contagious variants of the virus could start spreading like wildfire, destroying months of progress. Well, we've got a lot of new reporting on all this for you and your family. Our team of correspondents is standing by. CBS's Manuel Borges is going to lead off our coverage tonight from Fort Lauderdale. Good evening, Manny.
4: Good evening, Nora. You're right. There are concerns about big crowds gathering for spring break and other events here in Florida, given that of the more than 3,000 confirmed cases of a variant first detected in the U.K., now in the U.S., more than 20 percent are in this state. But if you're fully vaccinated, you can now enjoy a bit more freedom. Tonight, a shot of optimism from the CDC, guidance that all of those who are fully vaccinated have been waiting for. They can now gather with other fully vaccinated people indoors without masks or social distancing and visit unvaccinated people in a single household who are not considered to be high risk for COVID-19. But they are still urged to wear masks and social distance in public and to avoid travel.
3: I think it's important to realize as we're we're working through this that um, still over 90% of the population is not yet vaccinated. And that is our responsibility to protect those who remain
4: unvaccinated and remain vulnerable. So beginning to open the door to some sense of normalcy for people, but definitely not swinging it wide open.
2: No, this is a first step. This should be a real incentive for people who are not vaccinated to get vaccinated. More
4: students will soon be heading back to the classroom. Nationwide, the number of students attending virtual-only schools has now dropped to less than 24 percent. Those attending traditional in-person classes is getting closer to 50 percent that will soon include high schools in the
0: nation's largest school district. We have all the pieces we need to bring high school back and bring it back strong.
4: Nationwide, Wyoming became the latest state to announce it will rescind its mask mandate, the order taking effect next week. Wyoming will now join 15 other states with no rules requiring masks.
2: Hurry up the cops show
4: up. Idaho never had one, but a protest over COVID restrictions saw some bringing their children to burn masks. Destroy them. In Boulder, Colorado, this out-of-control party featured few masks and lots of damage. In Daytona, Florida, hundreds of thousands are expected to gather for an annual bike week, on top of the spring breakers already descending on Fort Lauderdale. Some people look at Florida and think, oh God, here we go with another super spreader event.
2: Last year at this time when we closed the beaches down, it was because we were told that was going to be the super spreader event. It never was.
4: And as more shots go into arms nationwide, there was this finding in a new poll that one out of every four people remains unwilling to get it. Nora.
3: All right, Manny Bohorkas, thank you. Tonight, Oprah's interview with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex just aired for the first time in the UK. Now Britain braces for fallout. CBS's Holly Williams reports tonight from London.
5: I know how you are. Tonight, to after to the bombshell like, interview aired on British television, there's still no like. comment from Buckingham I'm Palace. In my experience of the past four years, it's nothing like what it looks like. This interview was always going to be embarrassing for the royal family, but one allegation was explosive. Meghan claimed at least one member of the family had concerns about how dark their son's skin would be. There are several conversations. There's a about
6: conversation. About it. It. With you? With Harry. About how
5: dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. The couple's hostile relationship with the tabloid media is well known. We haven't created this monster machine around us. But the Duchess complained she was left undefended by palace aides. They weren't willing to tell the truth to protect me and my husband. And ultimately contemplating suicide. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. Harry claimed his family is actually fearful of Britain's powerful tabloid
2: newspapers. With that relationship and that, that, that control and the fear by the, by the, uh, by the UK um, tabloids, it's a really... It's a toxic environment. This is a 2 hour trashathon thon of our royal family... Former
5: tabloid editor turned news anchor Piers Morgan said the interview left him
2: sickened. I'm sorry, I don't believe a word she says, Meghan Markle. But
5: the accusations from Harry and Meghan could shift public opinion in this country, where the Duchess has frequently been vilified by the tabloid media. Journalist Afia Adam blames systemic racism. It's the fear of a great British white institution being watered down by an inferior race in any way, shape or form. Another claim made by Meghan that the palace denied her the psychological help she wanted will bring back uncomfortable memories of Princess Diana in this country. These are damaging allegations to which Buckingham Palace will surely have to respond. Nora.
3: Holly Williams, thank you. And we are following breaking news on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, a former federal prosecutor and an attorney specializing in employment discrimination, have just been appointed to head up the investigation into claims of sexual harassment against Cuomo. CBS's Jerika Duncan has the new developments.
6: Right, the calls for New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo to step down are getting louder.
4: There is no way I resign. Let's do the attorney general investigation. Let's get the findings and then we'll go from there.
6: Over the weekend, Anna Liss, a former aide for the governor, told the Wall Street Journal Cuomo asked her if she had a boyfriend, called her sweetheart, and once kissed her hand when she rose from her desk. Cuomo said his actions were his way of doing friendly banter. Another former aide, Karen Hinton, told the Washington Post Cuomo summoned her to his dimly lit hotel room and embraced her after a work event in 2000. I pulled away. He brought me back. I pulled away again and said, look, I need some sleep. Cuomo denied Hinton's story, calling her a longtime political adversary. Former Cuomo aide Charlotte Bennett detailed her sexual harassment allegations against Cuomo in an exclusive interview with Nora. What do you think should happen to Andrew Cuomo? I think he should start telling the truth. I'm really confident in this investigation. But if this investigation finds that he has conducted himself this way, which he absolutely has, because I have contemporaneous evidence. He should step down. Earlier today, Governor Cuomo was here at the Javits Center in New York City for a vaccination event. He did not respond to calls for him to resign. But this evening, we learned from the attorney general's office that they told Governor Cuomo he should not delete anything from his computers. Nora.
3: Jerika Duncan, thank you. Well, tonight, you can feel and see the tension in Minneapolis as Derek Chauvin's trial is about to get underway. The fired officer is charged with second-degree murder and manslaughter for kneeling on George Floyd's neck. Jury selection was delayed while a court considers reinstating a lesser murder count. CS's Jamie Lucas reports from Minneapolis.
7: Hundreds of protesters outside the courthouse demanding justice. The razor wire fencing, concrete barriers, National Guard nearby. All signs intensity around George Floyd's death has not stopped.
4: We're, we're prepared to try this case.
7: Inside, and Derek Chauvin, a wearing a mask and blue suit, listened field. as his lawyers and prosecution argued about adding the third degree of the murder charge. I'm not this, man. I'm it's not. been nearly 10 I'm months not. since Floyd's death. The video of Chauvin kneeling on his neck for about nine minutes sparked days of protests, (laughs) looting, and demands for change in how the city polices citizens.
6: Uh, Last night, together, we uh, counted about four different bouts of bullet blasts. With violent
7: crime up 25% last year, former city council member Don Samuel says the police department needs to be reformed, not replaced.
6: This raw, visceral, defiance of order uh, it only the police can deal with that.
7: George Floyd's sister says what she fears is a lack of accountability.
6: I want you guys to continue to pray for our family because we need it.
7: As lawyers await the court of appeals decision on the lesser murder charge the judge here says jury selection will begin tomorrow morning unless he's instructed otherwise. The process is expected to last three weeks. Nora.
3: Jamie Ucas, thank you. Now to in Washington tonight, the White House is not taking anything for granted as it pushes for final House approval of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package this week. The president needs almost every Democratic vote. CBS's Nancy Cordes joins us from the White House. All right, Nancy, big Senate vote passing it now. What does the administration do to get it over the finish line?
5: Well, Nora, they are making calls trying to keep all House Democrats on board to vote yes because they know they can't rely on any Republican support for this bill. And the case that they're making to any Democrats who might be disappointed by some of the trims that took place to the bill in the Senate is that it is still, in their words, one of the most progressive bills of all time. A $1.9 trillion spending package that expands the child tax credit and the earned income tax credit extends $300 federal unemployment benefits into September and, of course, provides those $1,400 per person stimulus checks for about 85 percent of U.S. households. And if this bill does pass this week, Nora, the White House says those checks will start going out by the end of the month.
3: Nancy Cordes, thank you. And we're going to turn now to some breaking news from the southern border. A record number of migrant children are in Border Patrol custody. And shelter beds are scarce, raising fears of a new crisis at the border. The growing number of unaccompanied minors has raised alarm bells in the Biden administration. We get more now from CBS's Maria
8: Vidal. CBS News Tonight has learned there are more than 3,200 unaccompanied migrant children in Customs and Border Protection custody, a total that has nearly tripled in the last two weeks. Government data obtained by CBS News also shows U.S. shelters received more than 7,000 migrant children last month, with another 1,500 new arrivals in the first four days of March alone, posing a huge challenge for the new Biden administration. This massive influx is further straining a system already near capacity. The government has been forced to reopen shelters for minors in places like Homestead, Florida, and Carrizo Springs, Texas. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and White House Domestic Policy Advisor Susan Rice were at the border over the weekend to survey facilities for minors. (laughs) Among those held... 15-year-old Jacqueline, who was reunited with her mother Miriam in Los Angeles today after three weeks in a government facility. Her mother, who has a work permit, crossed into the U.S. more than three years ago. I'm very happy and emotional, she said, because I can finally have her with me. And I'm so thankful to God she's okay. Jacqueline told us she was cold while being held by Border Patrol with a blanket made of foil.
6: Casi todos los días entraban y entraban
8: Every day there were more and more kids that were coming to the border by themselves. For now, these children are being held in facilities that are managed by Customs and Border Protection, but they are meant for adults. We know that several federal agencies right now are working together on this issue. And late this afternoon, CBS News got a statement from the Office of Refugee and Resettlement that says, in part, they are looking at several options for long-term and short-term solutions that will help safely take care of these children. Nora.
3: There have never been so many kids in custody. Maria Virial with that great reporting. Thank you. Tonight, two New York City police officers are recovering after a wild shootout. New video shows officers responding to a call Sunday night and getting ambushed in a stairwell. The suspect fired three shots. Police responded with nearly two dozen. The two officers were grazed. The suspect, who was not hurt, was arrested. And celebrations were held across the world today for International Women's Day. Thousands marched in Paris, Rome and Istanbul demanding equal pay and rallying against crimes against women. At the White House, President Biden signed two executive orders. One establishes a gender policy council aimed at pursuing equity, including for black, indigenous and Latino women. The second reverses Trump administration guidelines in campus sexual assault cases that strengthened the rights of the accused. One thing the last year has taught us is that healing often begins with simple acts of kindness. We get more for now from CBS's Meg Oliver in our series, Unifying America.
6: Hi, Mark. I have a card for you. Oh, a
3: card? Mark Fugel was alone for five days recovering from a
1: recent surgery when he received this handmade card from a neighbor he doesn't even
0: know. That's beautiful. It's very, very kind that people think of of people in the hospital these days. Just little things like this are beautiful
1: yeah it is about love 74 year old eileen michaels is the mastermind behind a movement to make sure everyone feels loved it all started at the height of the pandemic
6: not only were people suffering but they were suffering a lot
1: so the former executive on wall street and nurse put out a call on social media asking our community in ocean grove new jersey to start writing cards for patients within hours hundreds arrived on our doorstep How does it make you feel when you open your front door and you see all of this on your front Christmas! Christmas. It's like, oh my God. Most of the writers are unknown, but Michael say they come from all backgrounds and ages, including seven-year-old Adriana. We're going to give them to the people that are sick. Pretty soon we have... Cards coming out of our ears. There's at least 100 cards. That Carol Rizzo helped distribute the cards at Jersey Shore University Medical Center. Did you see a change with the patient when they opened up the card?
5: I don't want to say crying. It was sort of tearful. I think really appreciative of the fact that somebody had gone out of their way. Michael
1: says if you ask, people will lend a hand. You're bringing the community together.
6: We made a community as a result of my work and then other people joining and it just goes
1: creating a community of givers one small gesture oh,
3: at a time you made my day meg oliver cbs news new jersey it's awesome just a reminder how a small act of kindness can go so far On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, we'll meet Officer Buckshot Smith. How's that for a nickname? He's 91 and has no plans to retire from the police force. Just a reminder, if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. It was a good show, right? I'm Nora O'Donnell, the nation's capital. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.